This is Larry Yelnick. On November 30th, 2021, I gave this talk on the phone to some people that I had met just a few weeks earlier in person at a men's prayer breakfast in Battle Creek, Michigan. I hope you enjoy this and find it very helpful. Um, okay, I wanted to uh, thank you for inviting me, and um, I was very surprised to get this invitation. I don't know if you know this, but I am Catholic, very Catholic, very devout Catholic, and uh, the Spirit has been working in my life for many, many, many years. Um, I think um, um, Hilliard and I are the same age at least for another week or so and um, then he gets older and I would have to look up to him uh, <laughs> um, but first of all I just wanted to make sure that everybody is fully aware that I'm very Catholic um, I was born in uh, 1944 September 6th and baptized September 9th of the same year you know uh, went to a Catholic elementary school high school, middle school and high school, um, public schools, dropped out of high school after um, after a incident in Father's Day in 1961, where my best friend, Jewish neighbor, Roy, and um, he and I and uh, another friend were, uh, were out at uh, my family cottage in uh, here in Michigan and uh, Livingston County and we um, um, he was asking about you know how to become Catholic and I said you know Roy you, you, you need to get baptized he said, well does it take any special water you know consecrated water or you know can we do it out in the river or out in the lake or even out of the sink here and I said, well, yeah, the good uh, good nuns taught me in uh, in elementary school that that's the right thing to do. You could be baptized with any of the water. So I I, I said, you know, that's that's all it takes. And, you know, he says, well, I would like to get baptized. I said, okay, you know, we can do it sometime. No, 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 Larry. Now I want to be baptized now. And I was obedient. I did it. I uh, baptized him in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Or I should, I, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And uh, then we went outside, 16, 17 year old kids, and uh, we headed out the door and went over to, um, uh, out to the dock. There were the girls out there and we were we were just being teenage boys around teenage girls and Roy for some reason we've been there since Friday this was on uh, on Sunday and he dove head first into a very shallow lake at that point and broke his neck he died in my arms 20 minutes after I baptized him that threw me for a 
personal um, funk, a, a very, very dark time in my life. Losing my best friend, we were both ham radio operators, and we would talk all the time. Uh, when he ran away, he actually only ran over to my house, uh, and it was it was a very dark time. And um, after rescue came and police came, and, um, and my parents uh, uh, came, we. Um, I, I told my parents that I had baptized Roy, and, and should I tell his Jewish uh, parents that he was baptized? And they, my mom said, "Well, not now. Wait until you know after this all this shock uh, goes on." And uh, <clears throat> it was um, uh, I was obedient to my mom and dad. They said uh, you know, it would be a good idea to do it, but. Wait, uh, wait a little bit. Let him, let him not be in shock with uh, with everything going on. So after the funeral, um, I could not go and continue with even going on to his street. It was a couple streets over. That, uh, so we had planned on going. Roy and I had planned on going into the Navy as soon as I turned 17, and we could go in. And, and that he was already 17. So we, uh, when I turned 17, I said I got to get out of here. So I got in, got, uh, joined the Navy to see the world. I have often uh, people said, "Well, did you like the Navy?" And I said, "Absolutely, loved the Navy for the first 20 minutes." And then they started giving me orders, and I realized I could have stayed home and got orders for my sisters. They were all older than me. Well, that was uh, that was not the <laughs> that was not the uh, uh, best attitude. When I came out of basic, the Roy's mom and dad had uh, sold their house and moved, and I did not know where they moved to. Uh, didn't follow through with that. I got a reprieve, I thought, and for for the next several years, I was really. Uh, Thinking I should have been able to save him, help him, help him more than just hold him in my arms until he died. So, going into the Navy, I did my my tour in the Navy. I was just grew up in the Navy, just like I was in high school and middle school, probably elementary school. But I um, I came out of the Navy as a married man with. One child and another one on the way. I, I served on a, a Navy destroyer as a helmsman. One of the things for working as a helmsman on the ship—it's a you know 300 foot plus ship, long ship—and uh, working on on that, it um, realized that if you're going from from Norfolk to the Canary Islands, where we did a lot of a lot of time at the Canary Islands because of our tour of duty, but recovering you know, uh, Gemini spaceships uh, if they ever had emergency landing there. So we would go there, and it was a straight course. But as a helmsman, there's never a straight course. 
that's always back and forth and back and forth and that kind of is something the way my life had gone from there I went to uh, I went to uh, the uh, Navy I uh, the last year I was in the Navy I was uh, I got married and we uh, as I said before I had one one son and a daughter on the way um, and back in those times you didn't know until um, until you had uh, the guesses and that uh, until the baby was born what uh, if they were male or female so anyway coming out of the uh, coming out of the Navy um, had uh, three more children uh, my wife uh, and I had three more children and um, so here I am with here we are with five kids and started about um, came out of the Navy in 65 uh, 67 I started leading a, um, a Bible study and um, I had the grace of the Holy Spirit just pound on me right uh, during this Bible study and um, both my my friend uh, at that time and um, and his wife and and I um, just you know received the Holy Spirit and this was at a time where Catholics didn't really know too much about being plain in the Spirit receiving the gifts of the Holy Spirit um, and in 65 um, my wife started having a lot of issues. Um, she would take the five kids and disappear for a week, not knowing where she was, come back and um, then a few months later she would disappear again. And this happened from, from 65 uh, and then in, by the time a 67 came around, or um, 77 came around, uh, did I say 65? No, 75. To 77 were some dark years um, there was a there was a, a real problem going on and I'm saying okay I was really hitting the dark side of, of, um, of wondering if Jesus really was real in my life and um, um, one day she took off and you know, she would disappear. She would usually disappear for a week, and whatever guy she was with, or whatever was going on, usually a guy that she was with um, would get tired of the kids and kick her out, or whatever, and she would come come back to the house, and and that was what was going on. Um, I'm rambling on, but um, this time she disappeared and one week came by came and went two weeks four weeks a month went by another month went by and a third month went by and I'm saying oh Lord Lord I'm I'm just at which end of, of where to do I'm praying I started praying again and I I remember being down in my basement and I just I love you. I haven't been the perfect guy for the last few years. I haven't been any place close to perfect. Help me find my children. 
help me, Lord, find my children. What do I do? What do I do? And I got a, uh, I was told as clearly as I can say to any one of you on the phone here, I heard a voice, I don't know if it was audible or internal, to go get in the car, back out, go down to the corner, turn left, and go down a little ways, turn right, go down another little ways, turn another left. It, it, it got to be, um, you know, get on the get on the expressway and drive uh, drive down here and turn left, get off here, um, go on to another location, another location. Anyway, there's about 25 direction of lefts and rights and left and right and it, it was not like go up to um, two miles up the road like our GPS turn now turn now turn now I was told to turn a left it was a happened to be a turnaround over I-75 in downtown Detroit and um, uh, I was told to get out of it, stop the car, put it, you know, put it in park, get out of the car, and stand up and wave. Now that is absolutely stupid, but what the heck am I doing in an area I've never been in, never really spent any time in, I've never even had any reason to go into that area. As my wife is driving by with my five kids, they all see me out there waving. That was, I was convinced that, okay, there, there's the kids, they're okay. I could see them, they could see me. Well, most of them could, anyway. Um, they could see me. And I just, was so grateful that the Lord gave me an opportunity to see my children. Within the next um, two months, I received, uh, uh, we were going through a divorce and I received full custody of all five kids. It doesn't happen in Detroit at that time in 19, uh, 1970. So by this time it's 78, uh, 1978. It doesn't happen in 78 in Detroit. If you are male, do not get custody, period. Unless she's in prison, basically. And I got full custody of the five kids. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll out to, um, Marrying my wife, my current wife, and um, we, when we got married, um, we had the children together, and we—it uh, was just a, a a real blessing to raise them from 13 down to four, and um, 
um, you know, the, the kids grew up, um, kids went into the military or into college or whatever they were doing. And um, she, my wife had uh, two boys. Um, and uh, as people all moved out of the house and that, um, my son, uh, my oldest son, was um, in the military and then married and he was living in Pennsylvania. And he was going through some hard times in Pennsylvania with his, he and his family. And he came off and back into, um, back in home. Over a cup of coffee, he said, uh, Dad, do you remember that time when I, we were with Mother and you were standing outside the car waving? I said, jumping up and down. And I said, yes, I do know. I do know. He says, that was the day we knew that Mom was lying. He told us that you were dead. So that was, I never knew that until that day. And it was confirmed with the older three uh, three kids. The younger two did not remember. They would have not had any, weren't just old enough to remember that. Um, you know, I had a busy career, traveling, uh, real estate investing, had uh, Michigan's largest real estate investment club, and uh, long about 2010, I lost uh, everything. Um, but Jesus. And I went into a another dark time. Come about just about a little over a year and a half ago, I got involved with Encounter School of Ministries. Uh, you know, I was still going to church. I never, never really missed church at all. Um, and then as a Catholic, we have daily mass. And I was going to daily mass like I did when I was in elementary school and finding strength and courage. Uh, so last year, um, I went into Encounter School of Ministries. They are known for, um, you know, healing, uh, healing, um, physical healing, seeing them every single, almost every day, physical healing is happening. Um, uh, the healings of the soul, healings of uh, wounds that are, that are just uh, the, the internal wounds that go on uh, in people and they carry with them that uh, stifle them. Seeing the, uh, those kinds of wounds uh, going on and seeing people healed of them. Um, last week, uh, two weeks ago, uh, was in a, um, in a church, my parish, right here in Brighton, Michigan, and um, there were around 500 people and uh, I don't know, uh, some were there just to observe, but some came for healing. Probably over half of them came for healings and saw most of them healed. And um, don't know, you know, there, there was, I believe there was 17 or 18 
of at least uh, of at least two. Some teams had three. Um, but um, you know, seeing people lay hands on people and have the, them uh, healed. Also, in the um, years ago, when I was with the charismatic group in uh, Ann Arbor, I skipped over that. Um, we worked in a homeless shelter, but I also started doing door knocking, um, and uh, now it's called uh, the same thing. It's called uh, meet your neighbors, and um, it's been a blessing to even knock on doors in within seconds. Um, a few weeks ago, I was uh, praying with uh, my prayer partner, and. Um, as we were going over, we, we prayed for discernment of who we were going to see and what they were need. And we were correct on every single one of them. He, he sensed a, a bad problem, knee problems, and financial problems. And um, I should say we, you know, we, we discerned that. And uh, But most of all, people need love more than information. And this is in a, um, a black community, black neighborhood in Detroit, where his parish is. And um, we're praying over people. The first one, we got a testimonial from the, uh, the, the guy. And the, the woman, we sensed that the woman had a knee problem. It wasn't. It was, she was the one with a back problem. Her pain went from... from uh, uh, I think a seven out of ten to three, and Patrick and I both said, "No, no, no, that's not good enough. We we need to go further." Her little her little six year old son was sitting there watching us, and wondering what's going on. What are these white men doing, talking with mom? And he's uh, he's over there, and we got permission to have, have him pray with us for her. So we, you know. Um, Patrick and I kind of led him through a very simple prayer. Mom, basically, I think he said, Mom, let Jesus heal you. I think he said, let Jesus heal you. And as he touched her, she was went down to zero of pain level. The next person needs were there, and she was healed. The next person needed a uh, and she needed to know that um, that uh, she had uh, Jesus in her life, and Jesus absolutely loved her. And Abba Father loves Jesus loves the Holy Spirit loves her, loves her so much. And each one of these people received the love and some kind of a healing. The last one has financial problems. And she needed a uh, she needed a job, and uh, we prayed that she find a job. And now this is down the street from where my cousins, uh, my cousins and I meet every month to uh, have lunch. And it, uh, during COVID, we kind of disappeared for a while, but um, we were going down the street and having uh, lunch, and we noticed a uh, help wanted sign. It's up everywhere in the state of Michigan. I don't know about the rest of the country. But every street corner has a help, help wanted. So I told her, I, I figured I was going to stop by there. I was taking a, a, a doctor friend of mine out. And 
doing uh, doing this with a, a friend of mine, and uh, she was getting a little a uh, little nervous. It was getting darker, and a she was I would say having challenges being there in, in a um, an all black neighborhood, and I'm, and that I'm not going to judge her, but I um, so I was sensing that. So I said, well, let's let's just skip this last one. And she says, Larry, that one you got to go do. You got to go do it. So I said, all right. I went up. I said, let's go together, or do you want me to just run up? She says, I want to go up with you. So she went up with me, and we knocked on the door. There was a very grouchy, what you know, what do you want? Who's there? And I told her it was Larry. I was with you uh, last week. I, and she opened the door and let, uh, came out on the porch and talked with us. And she was just very, very angry, very, very depressed. And we, I, I looked at her and I said, "Did you forget that Jesus absolutely loves you?" And she started crying. She said, "I was going to go kill myself right now." We prayed and prayed and stayed there as long as it was necessary to keep praying with her. It was her son's, one of her son's, 16th birthday, and I, we could hear the son later on saying, "Mom, don't kill yourself. It's my birthday. Don't kill yourself on my birthday." But we didn't hear that until. After she told us, and we were starting to pray. So these these are the sign, kinds of the there's no such thing as coincidence. The Holy Spirit is acting and giving us words of knowledge, giving us healing right then and there, and it's happening. It happens every. I see it happening every single day. Now, and that's, and I'm just a second-year student there. When I was uh, asked by some of my friends, "Are you teaching?" and I said, "No, I'm a student." And what are you, a student? You're, you're, you're. I'm 77 years old. And I said, "Well, it, it, it's like this. You know, Moses wasn't even ready until he was 80. So I guess I've got time." <laughs> so. Now you can stop.、Uh, you can stop recording if you want to. I'm done.、Uh, just praise Jesus for all that He has done for me, and hopefully is doing for all of you in your lives. Okay. You can find more talks like this at. Encounter Jesus Within. Us.